0: Last time on Two Guys What's Up, a mystery. He woke up on a coal pile, and his shirt was back to front. That was never answered. Were his undies back to front too? I think they were missing, actually. Aliens were relentless for keeping pants as souvenirs.
1: Along with potatoes.
0: He'd only gone out for a
1: bag of tatties. <laughs> Don't forget the bar snips. Today on this gripping episode of Two Guys What's Up, the story concludes... Will we get answers? Probably not. I mean, it is highly unlikely to be fair. I've read your notes. What will become of the two guys? Jordan, tell
0: the president he can keep his rules. I'm going to find those missing undies.
1: Will Ian ever fit into that t-shirt he's been keeping as inspiration for the last six years? Highly doubtful. But anyway, the mystery ends here.
0: Jordan, Ian, who got to 1.30am, was about to go to bed, casually looked up at the bookshelf, saw the book, Chance Encounters in the Valley of Light, thought, oh, that's a good book, and then suddenly realised he hadn't written a script for episode 33 that was supposed to be recorded in less than 12 hours, so sh**ed himself and got right to work.
1: David Blaine?
0: No, two guys! What? (laughs) What?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it is. He's going to do a new special about that. (laughs) So, elephant in the room, Yep. you sound different, Ian. What's going on? Uh, I sound a little rubbish. Well spotted. Thanks for pointing that out. You're welcome.
0: People might not have noticed, but...
1: Certainly have now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'll have to address it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, my uh, my super expensive, high-tech, powerful mic that uh, Jordan pressured me into buy-in as broken after one month and a half of use. So I'm back to using my old microphone, so I do apologise if I sound a little bit rubbish.
1: It is that stenchy breath, though, isn't it, from that previous episode? Yeah, just <laughs> just eroded the diaphragm
0: of it and just absolutely corroded it away. My laser I... breath.
1: <laughs> it just melted the mic.
0: I had to try and tell them that I hadn't done anything to it, but I'm sure when they get it to have a look at it, to make sure, like, you know, see what's going on with it, they'll probably see that it's just eroded from many uses of stench breath. <laughs> There's bits of pizza in this. Yeah. <laughs> this bit's melted away a little bit. It kind of stinks a little. <laughs> Gets it on his finger and his finger starts eroding. <laughs> oh,
1: God. That's, ah! that's like some sort of horror film. That starts some kind of horrible virus. Oh, yeah. COVID part two. So yeah, a bit of a shame, and it's potentially going to take a little while for them to, I don't know, repair it or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, God knows. I think it, it said it can take up to 60 days, so be prepared for me sounding like rubbish for a bit. And uh, don't say it at <laughs> home, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> well, no fucking difference there, you can <laughs>
1: Oh. Watch it Watch it anymore. Yeah, yeah I know Everything's a bit On thin ice With you right now Isn't it Because now you've got A bad tooth as well
0: Yeah yeah Bad tooth as well Another one I used to have my tongue pierced And I was eating something And
1: I, I cracked that tooth Like in
0: half It was a big molar as well So really? I like, cracked that in half Yeah But then uh, My dentist shut down About three years ago And then just after that My feeling was like I'm out of here pal Jumped out of me old gobber. So yeah I'm just in pain Because uh, I haven't been able To get into a dentist <laughs> I was calling dentists within a radius of about a hundred miles, <laughs> trying, to, trying to get an appointment, trying to get in to get some kind of pain relief, that and they're was like, "Really
1: gonna go to Turkey?
0: and Get one there?" <laughs> Yeah, honestly, mate, if it's next on the list, I'm getting that far afield. It's absolutely crazy, but um, yeah, I'm in pain. But the talking helps, so it's a little bit of a
1: distraction. Okay, that's fine. So me bringing it up was a terrible idea.
0: Yes, thanks for reminding me of that. I was just starting to forget about it, <laughs> put it to the back of my mind, and all of a sudden, it's like having a, an ice pick in my jawbone.
1: Sorry. And do you think this is any relation to the microphone not working?
0: Possibly. It's just my breaths corroding everything.
1: <laughs> it's not even your teeth are. F- Say cheese, Ian And everything crumbles (laughs) (laughs) Including the camera anyway hello everyone
0: at home and welcome to this fantastical episode episode 33 of two guys what's up absolutely the weekly comedy podcast where one of us is prepared and one of us is an idiot i'll let you work out which is which my name is idiot and i am joined by the increasingly clever jordan jordan how are you i'm
1: all right i'm sorry i shouldn't be laughing at your misfortune it's fine it's really not kind but it has tickled me i'm good I was going to ask how you are, but things are just not good for you, are they?
0: No, not at all at the moment. I'm just six foot three walking
1: disaster zone. Oh, dear. Never mind. Well, Mm. (laughs) I was trying to think of some sort of words of encouragement, but I've got nothing. Yeah, it's pretty (laughs) shit. Buck up, Chuck. (laughs) Oh, love it. On the flip side, I've just enjoyed a nice Sultana scone with a cup of Earl Grey.
0: Well, fucking hell, mate. Stop the press. (laughs) Do you want me to inform all the tabloids? Yeah,
1: you can do. I I feel like it's just a bit of yin and yang, though, isn't it? Yeah. You're having a terrible time, and I'm here enjoying myself. Sat there with a fucking scone, just like, oh, delicious, yeah. Uh, And I was going to ask you that. How do you pronounce it? But you've just answered that. Scone.
0: Scone. I say scone, yeah. I know there is an age-old debate. How do you say it?
1: I I say scone.
0: You called me posh for saying uh, Oxfordshire, and you sat there with your scone. (laughs)
1: I'm not remotely posh, but with my uh, jam and cream, of course. Jam and cream. <laughs> it could be the Frenchy way, couldn't it? What? Jam and creme.
0: Jam and creme de la Scone. I don't know about now.
1: but yeah so it's a shame we can't do polls now because oh can we do polls we can put one on instagram and stuff like that i am quite interested what our listeners are in the camp of scone or scone yeah because for me it's cone with an s on the end
0: yeah i guess so
1: (laughs) what's your defense ian
0: uh well i mean if you have the word gone it's pretty much that with an sc on the beginning
1: yeah but there's no g in this
0: They've rhymed Jordan, so obviously they're correct. Scone and gone. So
1: does scone and skburn.
0: Sc- <laughs> wow, I'm convinced. <laughs> scone and skbone.
1: G- <laughs> good so So, you know, I think uh, I think it's a clear answer yeah, to that. Yeah, it's a clear winner,
0: there, yeah. yeah. Head and shoulders above, yeah, obviously. Totally. So, if you don't follow us on our Instagram, uh, make sure you do so that you can find all these super sexy new fantastic polls that will be coming soon. Yeah. Whether you say scone or scone. How am I going to actually put that across because they're spelled <laughs> the same
1: <laughs> Maybe it's going to have to be scone bracket like cone. Yeah, yeah. And then scone bracket like gone, even though there's no G in this bracket. I was just just
0: thinking like uh, i could just be really sneaky and just put them both like pronounce them both scone so that no matter what anyone clicks it's,
1: it's, i'm always going to yeah, be the winner no one will click it
0: <laughs> no one's probably going to click it anyway. <laughs> they'll just put in the comments it's uh, it's gone with a, a c
1: mate <laughs> yeah you mean how it's written shut your face <laughs> on another thing yeah i don't know why i'm mentioning it really but i Honestly, I'm 12 years behind the curve, but I've just got myself a Brita filter. Okay. And my life has changed. Really? Honestly. Uh, I did like, you know, like the blind sort of taste test things with my wife. So I filled a cup of just tap water okay. and a cup of Brita filtered water. And unfortunately, this is not an ad, but if Brita filter want to, you know, get involved, I'm all fine. Sponsor please. Yeah. Yeah. So a cup of each. And before she even tasted it, she could smell the tap water. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. the the filtered water tastes and smells of nothing hmm. But the tap water smells of chemicals And tastes chemically Right <laughs> It's really weird And it's put me off tap water
0: Could your wife smell the water Because you used the opportunity of her to be blindfolded As a ripe time to like chuck it in her face And be like Take that! Tidy your own desk! <laughs>
1: Possibly it could have been that too. But she preferred the, the filtered, did she? Yes, she preferred the filtered. As do I. And also, interestingly, or not, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> so we've started giving our dog filtered water too. Right. And since then, it's been about a week, he used to get slightly gammy eyes. It's it's a shih tzu thing. And we had to often wipe his eyes. But since then, it's not happened. Wow. And we looked online since and apparently filtered water helps against that because of all the Chemicals. No way. It's really weird. So I am pro filtering your water.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. First hand testimony from some guy. <laughs> Filters are great. Get yourself a filter
1: <laughs> for your water. And also, Britta, if you do want to sponsor us, I am fair game. John, I'm coming to your house tomorrow night. Oh, right? shall I do a blind test with you there? You
0: can do it If your I was going to ramp it up a little, and apparently if you filter vodka, it loses its taste. Oh, I've heard this. So we could just be drinking straight vodka all night. Oh, that's really interesting. We'd definitely have to try
1: that. Yeah, slightly scary. I'll just give you tap water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff's great,
0: man. I could drink this all night.
1: I'll go home hydrated as hell. <laughs> you feel great the next day, though. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yes. What have we got coming up today?
0: Well, today, as mentioned at the beginning, I'm sure you're all aware and you're all anticipating. You're holding on to your seat, just going, just Get to the good stuff, In I am going to be going into the second part of my story about Todmorden, the amazing story that I have been reading about in Chance Encounters in the Valley of Lights. Today, the story concludes, and we will hear about Alan Godfrey, who was a police officer in West Yorkshire, who was one of the Bobbies, who was first on the scene to the Zygmunt Adamski case. Ah yes, I do remember So his involvement in this case, added an intriguing dimension. And bizarrely, around five months after Adamski was found dead, raising all those questions, Godfrey also claimed to have a close encounter with a UFO, and unbeknownst to him, their are eggy-eyed occupants. I do like nice eggs.
1: Good old eggy buggers they are. What are you going into? Today, I am going to be telling you the best slash worst dad
0: jokes! Oh my god, brilliant. You do know I am a dad, right? So I will know these anyway.
1: <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, you do recite them on a daily basis.
0: I'll be heartily laughing all long as you tell me them. I've heard them for the hundredth time today, but I'll be giggling away. (laughs) Does it count?
1: I don't have a child, but I do have a dog, so I'm sort of a doggy dad. Uh, Does it count? I guess you're more of a a pet owner. (laughs) Depends if I sell him. (laughs) Very true, yeah. (laughs) It changes every minute. I
0: think the prerequisite for being a dad is the um, intercourse part.
1: No, no, it's definitely not the case.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, on... November the twenty eighth, nineteen eighty, approximately five months after Adamski's death, Godfrey was on duty as a patrolman in the vicinity of Todmorden, West Yorkshire.
1: Don't you mean West Yorkshire?
0: Yes, my apologies, George Scone. <laughs>
1: I do sound delicious though.
0: Oh mate, you are as well, I can truly attest to
1: that. Thank you.
0: He was out investigating reports of loose cattle roaming the village, and during his patrol, he encountered a large object in the road. He suspected, at first glance, that this was a crashed bus, but it did in fact turn out to be a fucking UFO. A diamond-shaped
1: that was hovering over the road. Wait, a crashed bus?
0: Yeah, so he saw this thing and was like, oh, crashed bus. And then it was like, no, actually, I'm a a pulsating, glowing, diamond-shaped, floating UFO.
1: They are very distinctly different things. How could he think it was a crashed bus?
0: I guess, I mean, like, you know, if you see something from afar and you you kind of think, what the hell is that? And then your brain starts to go, kind of looks like it could be this, maybe? Until you get a bit closer and you get a clearer look.
1: Yeah, diamond-shaped, glowing thing just is like a bus.
0: Exactly, yeah. (laughs) That's what I always say whenever I see UFOs hovering across the road. (laughs)
1: Another bus. To be honest, whenever I'm waiting for a bus, I just think, "Fucking hell, another UFO. Ah, UFOs! (laughs) I only want my bus.
0: <laughs> so, Godfrey reported that the object was silent, around 20 feet in diameter and 14 feet tall, with a metallic appearance. After all was said and done, he estimated the encounter lasted around five minutes before the UFO fucked off into the sky and disappeared.
1: I, I've got you.
0: I'm not hard to miss, I'm a big guy.
1: <laughs> More to love.
0: <laughs> I wish my wife had that mentality. I the to you fat bastard. <laughs> 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 Sorry, what? <laughs> So, Godfrey's account of the incident gained major attention, especially due to its proximity to the location where Adamski's body was discovered. His published testimony brought back bad memories of what had happened and just fueled further speculation about the connection between UFOs and the mystery surrounding Adamski's disappearance and death. Okay. So back on that fateful night, after the object f***ed off into the sky, Godfrey was like, that was well weird and dismissed it and returned to the police station where he looked at his clock and realised, oh fuck." I haven't lost five minutes, I've lost 25
1: minutes. Do you reckon that his watch is wrong? Uh, no, this this was a clock in the station. Do you reckon that ran out of battery? Possibly, George, I couldn't tell you. Did he check his iPhone?
0: I think he asked everyone along the way. He was stopping people, <laughs> grabbing them, like, well,
1: what's the time? Do you think they were getting really pissed off? They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why he thinks he's lost that time.
0: 20, I don't know, mate. It just took longer than he thought to get back to the stage because he was stopping every passerby and asking them the time. They're like, oh,
1: fuck's sake, Godfrey's at it again.
0: <laughs> this f***ing time-obsessed
1: <coughs> <coughs> Tell him it's quarter past.
0: <laughs> I've lost 25 minutes!
1: <laughs> so have we, Godfrey, listened to you all these years. Jesus. <laughs>
0: Back to the stories. Godfrey and a colleague then drove back to the spot where all this sh** had gone down and oddly, he noticed some weird stuff. Some leaves appeared to have blown around resembling the whirling winds of the craft and stranger still, when he touched the ground, it was still warm and dry, despite living in Yorkshire where rain is the default weather setting.
1: I can attest to that, that's totally true.
0: So he went back to where he was, touched the ground was like, Bloody hell, it's warm and dry even though it had been raining. Yeah, that
1: is kind of weird, I'll give him that. Sounds pretty UFO-ish. It sounds very un-Yorkshire-ish.
0: It does, yeah, a little dry, circular patch on the floor. Never heard of that. Yeah. So a little later, Godfrey was like, I'm done with all this shit. I'm going home. And he clocked out.
1: I hope he got paid that extra bit of overtime when he clocked out. I'm sure he probably did. 25 minutes. You
0: know, they're the pretty cool guys at the West Yorkshire Police Station. They're pretty cool. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are often in touch with them. They're, they're, they're pretty cool to me whenever I go in there for... Uh... <laughs>
1: for stealing penny sweets
0: that's the one yeah it's one them thefts of those penny sweets you evil bugger I steal from the, the shops right I'm like Robin Hood I steal from the shops and give them to myself and I am poor so <laughs> yeah okay fair enough is there really a crime Jordan I ask you
1: I mean you do know it's bad when you resort to stealing penny sweets
0: <laughs> they're the only thing I can fit in my pocket <laughs>
1: There are other such things that are not too big. You're over six foot tall. Your pockets are not going to be tidy.
0: Yeah, but if I grab, like, a pack of digestives, they're going to poke out. I don't know. If
1: you've got a really baggy top on, you could probably have five of them. A whole chicken? (laughs) Well, that's not even going to fit in my pocket. I probably wouldn't recommend that, because that could go off. (laughs) you just stink. (laughs) I'm not going to, like, put it in my pocket and then carry it around for a week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'd probably cook it. <laughs> <laughs> the like, not just does his breath stink. It's <laughs> fucking pockets minging.
0: <laughs> right, so, continuing with this. A little later, upon returning home, he took off his boots, as anyone would, and realised that one of them was split. And he had an itchy burn on one of his feet. Ugh. It was like... That's weird. I didn't notice that earlier. I think that was a, a direct quote as well.
1: <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man of many words.
0: <laughs> Alan Godfrey's UFO sighting was investigated by various organizations, including the Manchester UFO Research Association or MUFORA and the Ministry of Defence, among others who all decided it would be a grand laugh if Godfrey underwent and recorded a hypnosis session which he was like, f*** it, pal, I'm well up for the bants.
1: So this hypnosis session was to try and recall some of these memories, I guess.
0: If you want to put it in smart-ass terms, Jordan, then yes, it was. They put him under, they ask him some questions and try and get him to relive that evening so he can tell them the events of just exactly what happened. But instead he
1: was like yeah, f*** it, pal, I'm up for the bants. He
0: was like yeah, mate, I'll I'll drop this tab and Fucking go mental, mate. He was just sat on the uh, chaise long, just like fucking raving. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us where you are now, Alan? <laughs> I'm in the fucking back of a club, pal. <laughs>
1: I can't feel my teeth. You'd have loved the haunted rave. Well, he
0: was probably there, to be honest. <laughs> so August came about of that year, and Godfrey went in for his first sesh. While well, the full transcript is in the book, I ain't gonna sit here and read all the pages of dialogue. But I will give you the skinny.
1: I always wanted to be skinny. <laughs>
0: So, during the regression, he recalls being taken aboard a craft, and oddly enough, the memory also comes up of him seeing balls of light in his room as a child, which is a common trait of alien abductions, it is normally a lifelong thing, it's not just a once. He remembers meeting entities with beards, which is strange. I don't know why he decided to tell us that, you know, but apparently that was a, a key detail, they had beards. Yeah, well,
1: something was beardless before, wasn't it, last week?
0: Was it? Oh, God, it's like two different warring factions. Ooh, yeah. The bearded and the beardless. It's like you and I.
1: <laughs> I'm more stubbly, I suppose.
0: You're used to a weird hybrid mix of the two races. <laughs>
1: the stubbly Jordans. Yeah, that's not even just my face. It's <laughs> just from head to toe. Yeah. <laughs> Little sharp whiskers. Don't give this guy a hug. If you
0: ever want to get any lint off your clothes, just just rub up against Jordan.
1: Sorry, I will give you stubble rash. It's worth it for a hug from you. Thank you.
0: So these aliens were super helpful and even helped our pal Godfrey get a good set of sex bits. I wasn't expecting that line Me neither, I completely forgot I wrote (laughs) it But uh, they did help him conceive a child with his wife That's right, apparently, as I've written here They
1: repaired a ball back injury (laughs) And uh, the two were then free to do it at their discretion Thank God for that Because when you said that they went and helped (laughs) conceive a child with his wife I thought they were in the corner Just making sure it's working
0: (laughs) Now in, Alan, now out, Alan, now
1: in (laughs)
0: Ah, cheers guys yeah so i'm assuming what i meant to say is he had a problem in his groin and they fixed it for him yes so he was then able to go back and and conceive a child with his wife so uh, that's about it really so just to wrap up there are just a few aspects that i couldn't magically figure out of a way of weaving into this story so here they are on their own just some amazing facts about godfrey's interaction okay interesting okay fact one There were multiple witnesses. Alan Godfrey was not the only one to witness a UFO on the night of his encounter. Another police officer, Malcolm Ag, was also patrolling nearby and reported what?
1: (laughs) I'm just curious how you actually do pronounce that name. A double
0: G Yeah me too A double G God knows Couldn't tell ya I'd call him Malky (laughs) So Malky was patrolling nearby And reported seeing a bright light in the sky Malky's sighting corroborated aspects of Godfrey's account And added to the credibility of the incident Right During Godfrey's encounter He experienced some vehicle related anomalies His police radio reportedly malfunctioned Emitting a series of strange noises The headlights and engine of his patrol car Unexpectedly turned off And then back on as the UFO disappeared. And as we know from the Anthony Villas-Boas case, these vehicle interferences are commonly reported with UFO encounters and are believed to be a result of the aliens being a set of wankers.
1: Right, so this is sort of them interfering with electrical equipment and technology.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not 100% sure if they always just do it on purpose or if it's just like their technology just interferes with us. It's kind of like when you take a phone on a plane, you know, if you don't put it on airplane mode, the plane will turn into a slinky and fall out of the sky. <laughs>
1: See, that's the thing, right? You know when they'd say, make sure that you switch your phone off? Yeah. How do they police that? And what really happens if someone doesn't? Because to me, if it's such a big deal, they would not allow you to have your phone on your on flight. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you do have someone that's wanting to cause harm to the aircraft and the people on board, Mm -hmm. the iPhone is the last of the worries, isn't it?
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, surely, if that was an issue, anybody who did want to cause harm to an airplane could just not turn their phone to airplane mode.
1: Exactly. I don't believe it's a real thing. I think it's control, like everything else. Mm. Conform to life. I don't want you reporting on how bad the pilot's driving is when you're in midair. I don't think they call it driving. Piloting, flying. <laughs> yeah, mate, we didn't get anywhere. It was just driving on runway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
0: brum, brum. It's <laughs> pilot's shit. He doesn't use indicators. <laughs> So yeah, that's about it for uh, Godfrey's Encounter. So it just kind of uh, backs up the uh, Adamski case and it's a bit of a strange one to have come out about the same time in the same area.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, that is strange.
0: And even the fact that Alan Godfrey was one of the police officers that attended the
1: Adamski finding when he was on that coal bunker. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Super strange, yeah. There's still not very much said about him missing his 25 minutes.
0: I think that was just to illustrate that he had missing time, that he had been taken aboard the craft.
1: I still want to know if he got paid that
0: overtime, because that's a fair bit. I'll tell you what, next time I'm there, I'll ask. Okay, yeah, yeah, please. I'll I'll, I'll update you thusly. Uh, And so you should. (laughs) Yeah, so he went on board the ship, 25 minutes, they cured his ball bag, (laughs) sent him back to his wife. I mean,
1: that's very helpful actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. They probably just noticed that as they were stealing his pants. They were like, oh, he's got a little scratch here. Like, zoop, healed. Off you pop. Cheers, guys.
1: Oh, what if they swapped a testicle for an alien testicle? He'd never know.
0: That'd be awful. Can you imagine popping out a little alien baby nine months later?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Or he goes for a bit of me time. Oh, yeah. And it's (laughs) grey. Oh, well, thank you for that.
0: You're very welcome. That uh, wraps up the story. I will leave the link for the book, Chance Encounters in the Valley of Lights, in the description. So if you want to check it out and have a look at all the cool pictures and read the, uh, the
1: transcripts of the hypnosis sessions, you can do that. Brilliant. So, Jordan. Yes, Ian. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I will be doing the best, worst dad jokes, dad of jokes. course. Dad jokes,
0: that's the one. Naturally hit me.
1: How could you forget? How could I forget? So it's been a while since I've written these and I'm purposely scrolling through them very gingerly. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit of a surprise for me. So I don't know if I've put these in any order. We'll find out, won't we?
0: I can't wait. I'm so excited.
1: Oh, I kind of want to ask these as questions and see if you know the answer. Okay, go on then. But it'll be really crap if you do. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a small mother? Dunno. A minimum.
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs)
1: These, are, By the way, these are so awful, <laughs> but I can't help but love it. What are you talking about? That was a gem. That was perfect. That was great. Who can drink five litres of petrol without being sick? Do know. Jerry can. <laughs> okay. I apologise. They get worse.
0: Better. They get better, Jerry.
1: <laughs> oh, so this one's not really a question. This is just more of an actual joke. And it goes like, Today my son asked, can I have a bookmark? I burst into tears. 11 years old, he still doesn't know my name's Brian <laughs> I knew that one was going there It's so shit. So good It's oh, so bad that it becomes good
0: Yeah, yeah, you'll understand one day when you're a father
1: <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure I will
0: You'll be like, oh, now I get them
1: <laughs> I'll just be finally going to sleep after months of being awake Yeah And then I'll be like, oh yeah, I get it Oh, for fuck's sake, now I'm awake And then the baby will start crying <laughs> <laughs> Yeah here's another one tequila may not fix your life
0: but it's worth a shot uh, hey! my question is why did they go for tequila that literally could have been any alcoholic beverage mm, i do like a bit of tequila though i only like tequila in cocktails which we will be having tomorrow night
1: yeah, i was just gonna say that yes i am looking forward to that should be good
0: as am i and uh we're not gonna be doing any drunken recordings this time As far as I'm aware, that might change. Who knows?
1: Yeah, we're just going to chill out, aren't we? Get some cards, get some drinks, cocktails. I'll let you know what the Brita filter thing is like.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait.
1: (laughs) What do you call a dog that can do magic? -uh. Dunno. A labracadabra (laughs) dog. It's awful. No, it's brilliant. They're fantastic. (laughs) Last night, my wife and I watched two DVDs back-to-back. Luckily, I was the one facing the TV. (laughs) (laughs) True story. These are so clever. I would love to know who thinks these up. I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of interviews with famous comedians, and they get asked that question quite a lot. And I think most of them either have... Well, obviously, everyone's got a phone on them now, but yesteryears, it was a dictaphone. And so when they had an idea or like the setup to something, they would just record that and then kind of go back to it so they'd have all of these setups or a punchline that they'd want and then kind of work their way backwards sometimes it's kind of weird but yeah
0: I guess it's like anything when you're being creative it's like you you write something you have a little bit and then you you record it if you like it and then you work your way sort of backwards through it or
1: you know whichever way it works out yeah exactly I remember I used to I mean we're talking probably 13 years ago or something I used to write and I still have in my notes just joke ideas myself like I would never be a comedian. I I don't have the delivery for it. Perfect specimen for a comedy podcast. <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, it's not stand-up and yeah so I've got loads I might have to visit them at some point and see and see if they're they're worth letting to the public
0: maybe one of your segments
1: maybe that's going to be my platform possibly there you go George jokes as if it couldn't get worse (laughs) Uh, here's another one after rubbing ketchup in my eye I've started seeing the future I've got hindsight
0: (laughs) isn't hindsight backwards um,
1: I guess it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
0: I think the word is hindsight that it's playing off, so it's like behind looking backwards. That's
1: a very good point. In hindsight, yeah, I suppose these some of these dad jokes are not fully logical.
0: What a fucking wanker!
1: Sorry, <laughs> not
0: you, not you, Jordan, the guy that wrote it.
1: Yeah, what a fucking dad. Spent all this time being a dad rather than going to school. <laughs> yeah, exactly, idiot. <laughs> what a knock. knock knock. Who's there? Tank. Tank who? You're welcome. I don't know if you could hear my eye roll
0: in that response. As soon as I thought about it, I knew where that was going.
1: (laughs) Shit, isn't it? What's the difference between your bum and bacon? Uh, I don't know, Jordan. (laughs) One tastes good, the other tastes of bacon. (laughs) I like that one. Um, that's good. I'm not sure if that really is a dad joke, though.
0: Yeah, as soon as I finish this recording, though, I'm going to go downstairs
1: and say that to my wife. <laughs> I went to a cannibal dinner party once. Unfortunately, I was late. Ended up with them giving me the cold shoulder. <laughs> they all
0: sound so obvious when you get there. You're like, oh, yeah, that's where that's going. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, it should be more clever than that, really, shouldn't it?
0: But I still don't get it, you know, like if somebody said, finish this joke for me. Uh, no,
1: I think that's kind of the beauty, isn't it? Yeah. Because the whole idea of what a joke really is, is it's something unexpected, isn't it?
0: Do you know, I once learnt this fact. Oh, no. Don't worry, don't worry, we're good. <laughs> Does it involve pie? There's no pie, no pie, don't worry. No pyramids, no pie, no nothing. Okay. It blew my mind, but it's obvious in a sense. And whenever I try and put this across to people, I don't know if what I'm saying is amazing to them as it sounds to me. And I'll tell you what it is, Jordan. And I'll I'll see if I can explain it well enough. Yeah. I know this is going to sound stupid. Probably. But just hear me out. When you hear a joke or you, you laugh, a laugh isn't just a thing you do to recognize hilarity. Like you don't do it. That's the reaction.
1: It's involuntary, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that—that's the reaction. It's like if you burn yourself, the pain is the reaction. So the laugh is the reaction to hearing something unexpected. Yeah, and I, like when I first heard that, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like the laugh is—is is the reaction to hearing an unexpected twist. Yeah. So it, it's not that you're thinking that's funny. Huh? It's like your brain was going one direction and then there was a direction which shocked you and made you have this involuntary outburst. Does that make
1: sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. When I heard that at first, I was just, like, mind-blown. It's true, isn't it? It's like a reaction to anything, or, you know, people laugh when they get tickled. They're not thinking, huh, this is funny. It's just something that happens, isn't it? And uh, it's exactly the same thing. It's weird.
0: Yeah, I've just never looked at it. As a, a reaction to something. Like if you get punched, you feel pain. I don't. Do you not? You're solid. Well add, John.
1: Yeah, well add me. Iron Man over here. Absolutely.
0: Yorkshire's answer to the Avengers.
1: <laughs> it was on a budget. <laughs>
0: hey, you, stop being a bugger. <laughs> get back to prison, you c
1: <laughs> Beautiful. I'll do a few more for you. Okay. What is E.T. short for? And he's got no knees? Because he's only got little legs. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a seafood disco last week, pulled a muscle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine waking up the next day with your post-alcohol haze clarity and you look over at your pillow and there's just a tiny muscle. You're like, oh not again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like seafoods. <laughs> I'm allergic. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw a universal remote control. I thought to myself, well, this changes everything. (laughs) I've heard that one before. (laughs) Penultimate one. Okay. I said to my son, be careful about too much masturbation. It can make you go blind. He said, I'm over here, Dad. (laughs) 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 So true, so true. And finally, a doctor walks into the room and tells his patient, I have some bad news for you. You really have to stop masturbating. The man looks aghast and says... Oh, my God, Doc, why? The doctor replies, I'm trying to examine you. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. So there you go. The best, worst dad jokes slash any jokes, really. Love it. I don't know what constitutes a dad joke, really. I think it's those really shit ones. (laughs) (laughs) All the ones I know. But like the original
0: one is like, "Hey dad, I'm hungry." "Hey hungry, I'm dad." Yeah, so bad it's just like, ugh, forehead slapping like you bloody what? Like the ones <laughs> yeah. that are said just overused, badly. Like maybe if somebody said it the first time, someone would have gone, uh, "Yeah, it's fairly, fairly clever, you know, quite smart." But the hundredth time you've heard it, like like my wife with a, "Hey,
1: where do you want this?"
0: Bend over and I'll show you.
1: Kind of thing. <laughs> She was talking about a butt plug, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, hey, what This has been out on the counter for ages. Where do you want it? But you never ask. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're the sort of dad jokes—the one that are just like really overused, yes, and yeah. not really very funny, slightly punny.
1: Although I do think there's an element of something being so bad that's done on repeat, it becomes funny.
0: Yeah, I think it, it goes through cycles, though. Yes, you say it the first time, yeah, fairly funny. Say it the second time get a bit boring, then it becomes a bit funny because it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, there's that thing that you always say, and then it just gets to the point where it's just like, well, you just please shut up? <laughs> like, I need I need to ask you this question, but I know what you're going to say to me, and I don't want to hear it.
1: My wife and I, it's really, it's rubbish, really. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. But we have such a your mum joke. Right. So that's just the reply to, it, to anything. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we were driving once, and... <laughs> As there was this sign in the countryside that said pump station and she said what's that and I said "Your you mum <laughs> <laughs> and she absolutely hates it she gets really annoyed but she laughed okay. <laughs> and it's just become a really monotonous thing but it still gets me
0: <laughs> yeah, when, you, when you get like little comedy gold moments like that it just works so well like that, that's good you know I love it. Right, what's well, up? About bring us round to the end of today's episode, then.
1: I think it does.
0: Fucking F- hell! It's taken us over twenty-four hours. but We've finally gotten through it.
1: Well, well, we'll see. There might be a corruption at the end. It's me. I'm going into politics. Oh, that's why you were at the police.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was getting to know all my, uh, my constituents. Brilliant. Was it worth it? Let us know if you liked today's episode, because I sure as hell didn't.
1: We'll do another poll. Why not?
0: Yeah, I'll just stick polls up everywhere. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into today's episode of two guys what's up if you'd like to get in touch for any reason at all our link tree is in the bio of this episode where you can jet off to all of our socials our websites our social TikTok, YouTube's f***ing... Not Twitter, though, because Twitter's now called X.
1: Oh, yeah. What's that all about? Looks awful. Yeah,
0: disgusting. I I saw it and I was like, what the f*** have I downloaded here? (laughs) And I realised, oh, it's Twitter, which has been called Twitter for...
1: Since its creation?
0: Yes, centuries at this point. It's just an absolutely ridiculous, unnecessary change. It means now I'm going to have to change all the
1: icons on things. Nah,
0: f*** that. I'll I'll never succumb to that. Fair enough. Never give in to his... Ridiculous! It'll, it'll change back in a week. Everyone else will be like, "Elon, what the f*** are you doing, mate?"
1: Yeah, just change it back. I mean, maybe you could think of it as him giving you a nice, warm kiss. I don't know, what a
0: stupid warm X-rated kiss? I
1: do. I want
0: Twitter back. I like the bird. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like the whole thing is like you—you call—they're called tweets, right? What are they going to be called now? Kisses? I think it's about time we became X's with Twitter. <laughs> just get rid of the f***ing thing.
1: Fair enough. I don't even use Twitter anymore. I don't. Except, actually, that's a lie. I use it a lot to complain to uh, companies who don't respond to me. (laughs) You
0: should do a list one day of all your complaints. That'd be brilliant.
1: Honestly, it's all I ever do. That's how you make your living. That's (laughs) On my personal Twitter is literally just complaints of, I've tried to get in touch, blah, 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 blah. And it's amazing how quickly they respond. Well, not anymore, because everyone's going to leave. Oh, dear. Never mind.
0: Not at all. Don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen to us so you don't miss another episode. And maybe even tell a friend. Take a friend to Todmerton, snog all the UFOs, and then tell us about it. Because that'd be sweet. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Don't forget now, we have a Patreon. Where you can find all sorts of Two Guys What's Up bonus stuff. Including our beautiful pin badges. Which also comes with a shout out. Our gorgeous Two Guys What's Up branded t-shirts. And if you really can't get enough of our fantastic tales and sexy voices. We even have started doing bonus episodes. Of which there is currently one just sitting there right now. Waiting for you to go and wrap your little luggies around. And just
1: give it a good old ear job. And can I just say... It's using the good mic.
0: It is, yes. (laughs) The first three episodes of the bonus have been recorded and they are all with the good mic. So you're getting top quality material right there.
1: Exactly. I just thought
0: I would (laughs) chime in with that. Yeah, that's a fair point. Sell it up as much as you can. (laughs) And all of that starts from just £3 a month. So if you want to help support the show and get some cool stuff while you do it, head over to patreon.com forward slash two guys what's up to check out all the goodies over there. The link will be down below, but if you can't, that's absolutely fine. But if you still like to help us out, then a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app would go a fucking long way to help us out. Like, honestly, like that would be super cool if you could do that. But if not, you know, it's cool. We, we just enjoy entertaining you all with our sexy stories and, and fantastic voices.
1: Absolutely. and But can I just say, I mean, £3 a month, that's way cheaper than the custer coffee that you get every week.
0: And all, you'll be getting, like, an extra 45 minutes to an hour of fantastically beautiful bonus content.
1: Exactly, that cost a coffee, that's only going to last you, what, two minutes?
0: Yeah, two fucking dirty minutes. Yeah. But this, you can listen to over and over and over and over and over again.
1: It's endless.
0: But on that note, thank you for listening, guys. You all have an amazing week and we will see you next Monday. Bye! Tara. Pockets minging. One second, come here. Dad. Do you have anything you want to say to the world? Hi. <laughs> My son has just arrived, so I'll be back in two minutes. I'm just going to take him to bed.
1: Well, I was watching Power
0: Rangers until the Power Rangers just turned off into those night nice stuff.
1: That's cool. My favourite is Kim. And I will leave you all with this. Be right back.